Lower to the grave, tell you like it is to your face, she don't play. play. Every chick down for it all, I know that she a boss. No competition, no loss. From the Midwest to the A, autumn got you tuning in, no delay. Ooh, get you right every time. Keep you laughing on a dime. Tell you truth, no lies. So you can live your best life. Cover all topics, no limits. Got some for your mama and your children, no holding back. No gimmicks, coming on strong, get straight to business. Oh, yeah. What she wanna do? Live life, live life. Hey, it's your girl Autumn, and I welcome you back to the Lit Life Podcast, where I encourage you to live your life autonomously. So if y'all have been listening over the past few weeks, you know that I am bringing my friends back to the podcast. You also know that like these, a couple of the episodes that you heard like a couple of weeks ago, like the audio is trash and I'm just still really pissed off about it, but I'm gonna get over it. Anyways, I'm bringing my friends <laughs> to the Lit Life podcast to discuss um, to discuss our dreams and our goals and our businesses and things of that nature. So the friend that I have with me today, you know who she is. First of all, first and foremost, she is one part of the of your favorite collective. Uh oh, your favorite collective. You see the shirt. If you're watching, you see the shirt of your favorite collective podcast called Podcast Happy Hour. But also, Chris was on a very, very, very dope ass episode of mine that we did on called the Dundies where we talked about the office. Cause that's our shit. And we had our other friend, uh, Michael Keith from one twelve from the group one twelve on, and we just had such a good time, but I've never had Chris solo on the lit life podcast. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's, let's go. You, she got shit going on. We going to talk about it and it is what it is. So everybody welcome Chris to the show. Hey guys. <laughs> I be knowing what button to push now. What's up, girl? <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. Okay, first of all, you're visually, this is really doing it for me. Like, oh yes, thank you. Yes, so if y'all not watching, please. You gotta go watch. You gotta go watch. You just have to. Like <laughs> this. It's I mean, you know what I'm saying? I put it up. I, I had I had this, I've had this little thing since like a couple of seasons ago, and I never was really using it, and so I found it and updated it, and this is just what it's going to be. You know, I love me some some blue and yellow, and just my shit it just yeah. makes everything this feel happy. And very professional, like I mean, I'll real, be like... trying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll be trying, I'll be trying. So anyways, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so here we are. Um, Again, she's a part of, of Podcast Happy Hour, which everybody that's listening to this I'm pretty sure that y'all know what podcast happy hour is. And we'll talk about it a little bit towards the end of the show, but you know what I'm saying? Chris, what has been up? Like just overall, like how have you, so, you know, cause now I'm, now I am again, cause I, I wasn't for a while, but now I'm like checking in with my guests again, because like, here we are down bad still almost two yeah. years later. So I'm just checking in. So what, what, what you got going on? Like how, how, how are you feeling 
I um, mean, I, 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 is this a safe space? Like, you, girl, come on, you already okay. So I'm we smoke um, and shit on here. We we good. <laughs> mentally, um, sometimes I'm in shambles. Sometimes I'm perfect. Um, it's just so much has like changed to the point where I don't know what's going to be normal anymore. So it's just like the everyday dealing with that. Like, for instance, like my career, like what I was doing before COVID kind of slowed down, like, and it's super scarce right now, but I'm just trying to find out where I fit like in, in like COVID life. Right. And yeah, just, you know, but we're here and we, we're here. So. I mean, we hear that. I mean, because guess what? There ain't nowhere else for us to be, right? Like, we exactly. are literally here. So, mm-hmm. um, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm the same. Like, I literally one day I'm straight, and the next day, like, I'm ghost from the group chat because mm-hmm. I'm somewhere mm-hmm. like unraveling. So, I think that right, right now this is just kind of like again just where we are you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i don't know but anyways um so i mean we're gonna go ahead and we're just gonna get right into it because that's really all of the small talk that i had but uh it's time for everybody's favorite okay. part of the show y'all already know what time it is it's the shut the fuck up award for those of you have who do not know what the shut the fuck up award is it is just a very like chris asks if this is a safe space this is a very much so safe space to tell whoever you want uh, a person a place a thing a collective a group a industry whoever to shut the fuck up i'll go ahead and go first this time because I just want to get this shit off my chest. Okay. And let me look at this so that I can make sure that y'all really feel me. So I don't even know how to start. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and read the tweet. And this is not the first tweet that I've seen like this over the past like week. There's been several of these types of tweets, but I'm going to just go ahead and let it fly. So this chick on Twitter who, again, I never really say who they are because it just doesn't make any sense for me to do that. <laughs> but she um, literally like I feel like she um, like dialed up the Internet with like a AOL disc or some shit to come on here and say this dumb shit but she said i don't like when y'all coke shame like cocaine like cocaine like powder sugar booger booger sugar right whatever the fuck however the fuck they want to call it okay coke is not on the same realm of drugs as meth and heroin and then her follow-up tweet said (laughs) Y'all be drinking Hennessy, eating avocados and mushrooms willingly. Yes, and mushrooms willingly, which was kind of funny because I know she kind of just, you know, whatever. But she was like drinking lean, but don't want to talk about people doing coke. Child, please. So looking at her Twitter, okay. uh, she was born in the very early 90s Mm -hmm. and I take that into consideration because 
you know, you you've missed what happened in the eighties, right? I was gonna say where she doesn't really have a point of reference as to why we feel a certain way about a drug. Understood. Right. But also on the other side of that is this is the, this is the same group or the same like generation who mm-hmm. talks really really bad about the shit that the boomers did, right? Like I mean, and 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 let's just be real, like you know what I'm saying? It was some fucked up shit going on prior to us, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was fucked up shit going on with us, you know, with us. But you can't, you you can't you you have to like do your research or something, right? Like, everybody's like, oh, boomer this, boomer that, the boomers are whack, you know what I'm saying? Like, they do this, they, 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 you know, fucked up the economy, they made it so this, this, and this. Okay, well, they was also doing a whole lot of fucking cocaine. (laughs) And specifically, (laughs) if you want to get, like, specific with it, when it comes to the black community, you know what I'm saying? Because you, I've I've talked about this before, and I just I I'm always so pissed off about it, about how they flooded. You know what I'm saying? The fucking whoever the fuck I'm gonna say the government flooded the damn you know inner city with cocaine. And so here, but here's the lesson in this: there's a lot of people that do cocaine that literally can afford to do cocaine every day so you don't necessarily have to worry about them like doing anything crazy aside from maybe overdosing if they're doing it too much right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but for when they when they started flooding the fucking inner city and they started getting to these families who really you know what I'm saying, are just like holding on to dear life in, in the first place. And so mm-hmm. they start doing cocaine and then they couldn't afford cocaine. Crack came well, along. Exactly. They start, you know, because it's like a whole lot cheaper. So they start doing crack. And then they when they couldn't afford the crack or they couldn't afford the amount of crack, that's when you started seeing all of the fucked up shit happening. Right. You started seeing like you know, people just literally flipping the fuck out because they could not get their next hit. And my point is, who does not, even if you don't know what happened back then, you have to know how addictive cocaine is. Again, it's 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 probably great as long as you can afford it or you have a way to get it or whatever, maybe. I don't know because I'm not fucking with it. But... Right. It's so highly addictive. It's literally like one. I, I just don't understand who's waking up in in 2021 saying, "I'm I'm gonna try coke today," I, uh, like heroin, like meth, like whatever. All these other fucking crazy ass drugs that people then got together in a lab and decided they wanted to mix up and distribute. Like, who is? Why would you? Why would you think that's okay? Um, you know, like you said, waking up to do it, right? Because again, like there are people that have, like, I'm not gonna say a coke. Ha- to me, when I use the word habit, that makes me feel like you're stealing out of somebody's purse about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I gonna say you have you recreationally use cocaine. That's right. the, that's that's what I would say for that. Like, and they're fine. They don't have any out like overspills of like 
crazy shit happening and they're able to wake up and be completely functional, highly functional in, the, in a lot of cases. But then, see, my thing with, with um, addictions and like stuff like that is in general, like, yes, so the drug has an addictive person or a component to it, right? But then nobody ever thinks about like, well, your family history or like if you personally have an addictive personality and you can, and when I say addictive personality, that doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, you're the life of the party. Like that means that like when you like something or experience something, you can't have enough of it. And that could be a person, that could be a drug, that could be yes, a TV girl. show, like it could be any of that. So like for me, it's like when people decide to like pick up these like crazy drugs, like it's just like you're not you're not thinking you're not thinking far enough into it. And for me, I'm a fucking I'm a Gemini and I, and I have anxiety. So like I overthink everything. Like there's been so many times in my life where people have offered me like other types of drugs. Like I've never done anything besides like smoke weed. But there's been so many occasions where people have offered it. And while it's only a minute, oh shit, it's only a minute to you, right? But it's 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 literally like five hours in my head where I'm like, damn, if I take this right now, how long is it gonna last? What's gonna happen? Blah blah blah. And like that's that alone will stop me from doing this. Like the fact that people like get drugs and like they're presented drugs and they don't even have like that like split second thought like mm, should tonight should I do this tonight? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <laughs> right. like who am like who am I with? Are they gonna carry me home? Like you know what I'm saying? Like people don't think about that. Like and I, I'm I'm guessing the point of the post was just saying like stop talking about people who do cocaine because y'all do other stuff. That was the point of it. Mm-hmm. I, I I guess. I mean, I, yes. I my the, my whole my the whole like shut the fuck up though. It's like what the fuck is coke shaming? Um, that's when you be like, oh look at you, you doing coke, but like you over there, I guess doing like drinking lean. I don't know. I don't. I guess that's what it is. So I guess it's just like weed shaming. How remember before like we got to this point where we are now? Mm-hmm. How people used to look at us mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and assume that we were like didn't have a job or didn't have a fucking brain all you do is smoke weed all day and right you can't go a day without weed you know we've been 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 compared to crackheads all the time all of that yes 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 so So maybe that's so maybe that's what that is and maybe she's for some reason i guess we're trying to put cocaine and weed on the same level like Here's the thing, right? I'm a dare kid. Um, and Facts. I I never, ever, not one time ever thought that that white man and that dog was talking about, or that lion or whatever fuck. I don't think they, I never one time thought they were talking about marijuana. Like the things that they were describing in dare were things that make you still out your mama's purse, lie to people and all that other stuff. We never did any of that. So I feel true to the fact that I still at 35, I'm a dare kid. Like I'm just choosing to say no to stuff that you have to make yourself <laughs> and things that are going to make me do questionable things that I wouldn't normally do. Like, and too, like you bring up a good point about being a dare kid. Like, so was I, the, the thing is, I did think I thought we was just like, the worst you know i thought it was just mm-hmm. just as bad at some point i thought it was just as bad well not just as bad but i just felt like it it was something that you shouldn't was, do yeah because you know you because of whatever you know what I'm saying? because that's mm-hmm. what they said that's what they were telling us like you know don't do drugs don't do no type of drugs whatever what have you mm-hmm. and as i started to learn more about it I'm like, really? Like, this is what they were, you know, like, I, I this is before I started smoking. I'm like, I, you know, right. I don't care. I let, you know, whatever. 
whatever you want to do. Like, again, my son, I found out that my son was smoking weed and I'm like, well, as long as it doesn't interfere with your life. Yeah, we're cool. I've never heard of a weed overdose. Is that just when you get like hella high and you fall asleep and you forgot that you didn't know that you went to sleep? Maybe that's what it is. Like, because I'm talking, because any other type of overdose, you're probably going to die or, or, or need one of those fucking shots to the heart of adrenaline or a whole hospital staff. So, and, and then you're going to continue to try to, to chase that high, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to continue to try to chase the exact high that you had when you overdose. So it's, it's, it's a very dog cocaine is it's a hell is, of a drug nigga right it's so it's, it's scary and i don't think that for me i'm i, I don't feel like i'm coke shaming i don't feel like i'm saying please understand how this drug especially this one in particular because again there's plenty you know what i'm saying you could like she she said lean meth you know pills you know all that i've i've seen destructive things happen from all of that but it's kind of all the same shit you know what i'm saying like it's like the the same type of crazy shit that can happen to you you know what i'm saying like the same type of death can happen to you on those drugs that you know what I'm saying you're not gonna get from from marijuana unless it's lace. You know I, what's interesting is what? sometimes since we're talking about um this stuff, but like sometimes or shaming, I guess I should say. Um, I've noticed that there will be people who take ecstasy pills, or I don't even know if they're calling them ecstasy anymore, like because it's like so much crazy shit happening. Is ecstasy and Molly the same thing? Like I don't know. Yeah, like I believe so. Like I don't know the recipes. I don't know if it's like more or something in one and other. But mm. generally, people who be taking pills will like talk about coke shaming. Like I've I've seen people who are like at, like on an active like regimen, like almost like vitamins, like mm-hmm. pills, and then be like, oh, that dude sorts coke, and I'm like, did you like? Is that a Tylenol? Because if it's not a Tylenol, you don't have an in- ingredients list. Like you don't, y'all don't know what be in that shit. Like you so have no idea. And half of the time, it's probably the stuff that you're shaving. It's a little bit of meth. It's a little bit of cocaine. A little bit of fucking whatever that other shit is that people are dying off of. Like it's, it's just a it's, little bit of all of that. Like it's scary. It's just it's just it's just yeah. scary to me. And it and it. Yeah. And it, and it, and I'm I'm concerned. Like I'm genuinely concerned because every day, more and you you learn that more and more people are doing you know these types of drugs. And again, like I'm saying, shut the fuck up because the, I I don't feel like people are shaming. At least you know what I'm saying like the, like people like us anyway. Like I don't really right. know what the fuck, but I just don't feel like. It's a shame that we're doing. It's just like, do you understand what right. has happened and what could happen as a direct effect of you using this drug record, even if it is every once in a while? Because there really are people who, you know what I'm saying, they don't have to do that shit every day. They, you, Like you said, you they go to a party, they, you know, do it there or, you know, they whatever. But it's just so fucking dangerous. So why can you not understand 
why people would be question why people would question that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's all I really got on that shit. Just shut the fuck up because I, I don't really want to hear anything about coke shaming. I don't I don't want to hear that. Like everything is not they a just want to be shame. free. They want to be free to start their lines in front of you and you don't put your nose in the air. That's what they want. Okay. I mean, and my thing is, and I honestly just, and, I, and you're probably right. I, me personally, I really don't want to be around anybody that's doing coke. That's like right here doing coke. I, because I, I don't want to know what's going to happen. And I'm pretty sure that I have been. I'm pretty yeah. sure that I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I definitely have been, but I don't want to know. Like just. I don't because honestly, if I'm if we're keeping it one hundred, I really don't give a fuck what you do. I know what I'm doing. If you feel like you got that that shit under control, (laughs) right? If you got that shit under control and you feel like that's what you want to do, whatever have you, boom, do that shit. But can you just kind of like, like, please just think about this. Anybody that that wakes up tomorrow morning and you, if you have this thought of just like trying cocaine, can you just not? Like, like, can you can you do a little research on that shit first? Like, just it's it's not it's just scary. It's just so scary to hear that so many people are are doing that. But anyway, that's my shut the fuck up. I feel like some um, a lot of people have like uh, celebritized the word. I don't know if that's a word, but they've like kind of made it like popular. and let's be clear, cocaine has always been, to, in, to, in my mind, a popular drug, right? Um, but it's to the point where people are seeing people on TV with it and stuff like that. And my only takeaway from this and just in general is like, y'all got to stop believing what y'all see on TV and in the social media. Y'all don't know what kind of shit that person goes through when they try to go to sleep and they can't go to sleep. Y'all don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all don't mm-hmm. know how how hard that nigga heart be pumping and he think he gonna die every three hours, like from doing that. So that's all I'm gonna say. It's like y'all I'm not telling I'm not drug shaming. I'm not telling people how to um or with what to enjoy their lives, but I can confidently say never be knowing enough about nothing to be doing stuff. So real talk, real talk, and like and and for those of you you who have like you know what I'm saying a, a weed plug or whatever, y- y'all got to make sure that y'all know what y'all weed plug, at what, like at what everything what your weed plug uh, it has to offer. He's selling because, because he could be chopping down fucking crack rocks on the same thing on the same table that he bagging your weed up. So and now you wondering why you that. so high. You now you wondering why you're like a different type of high this time. <laughs> and not really understanding like why your heart is about to jump out of your chest and right. it's because you know what i'm saying this this lazy fool didn't didn't did you know did all type of crazy shit so anyways enough about that did you do you have a shut the fuck up yeah i do have one all right so okay so okay basically since i knew that we were gonna like i was gonna be kind of like talking to my career with um one of my friends Shut the fuck up to people who be trying to set prices for small businesses. Mm. Um, because like there's a there's a format and there's a like whole thing about like how we came up with the pricing that we came up with. Um, it's not to um, take advantage of you, um, but we also can't let y'all take advantage of us. Like 
we put in the time, the labor, like, especially like with something that like this, like, I know there are a lot of people, do I want to say this? That's why I'm gonna say it. There are a lot of people (laughs) out here that do something very similar to what I do, but they're giving you very basic stuff. And so if their pricing model matches that basic ass shit, then that's cool. And you should totally go with them. And that probably works for you. But um, I just, I'm not going to haggle like my experience and like my expertise, like for niggas. And I'm just not going to do that. So if that means that I have a month where I don't sell nothing, that's fine. Like I will, I'll deal with that. Like, cause this, this isn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't know. So I think that's my shut the fuck up. And that's, this is in general. And I'm talking about like all types of stuff, like even like apparel, people who sell apparel, stuff like that. Don't let people tell, don't let people that don't know anything about what it takes to put that shit out. Don't let them tell you, don't let them dictate what you're charging. You stick to that fucking pricing model if it makes sense to you and your company, and that's what you rock with. Because people who are serious about shit and want quality shit will pay for it. And 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 you don't owe them anything. Like this is this is your business and your this is this is your bread and butter. Like you don't owe them anything. And if they if you don't feel like it's worth what I'm doing, fine. Find something that you feel that, that that's worth it, but you don't have to, like you said, be putting prices on shit or or be like, I I ain't paying, you know, such and such for that. Okay, nigga, don't. Exactly. Yeah, that's fine. So, like, or don't like, and like half of the time, and so what's what's super important, I think, is like half of the time, like we do try to provide like discounts and deals for people that we fuck with. But like, again, that can only be so deep without us just doing something for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. stop asking your friends to do that. Like, don't, ha- I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, just, I get it. It bothers me. Like, the. I mean, I'm not going to like put nobody on blast or anything because I don't know who's going to watch this. But like, um, there was an opportunity for somebody. They were having a really big party and everything seems like it was going to be extravagant and all that stuff like that. And so then she reached out to me. So I'm like, cool, I can do it. I give you what, I mean, I give you, I'm giving you something well below face value price of like what I would normally charge people. And then you're like haggling me. And then like when I go, and then when I like, when you go to, when I see your pictures of your extravagant thing, it's not really that extravagant. Mm-hmm. And you was just pouring pre-made stuff out of bottles from Walmart. And that's cool. And that's cool. I mean, but that's like, what they pay for. I mean, then that's what you, and that's cool. And that's okay. Like, and that's okay. Like, I'm just, again, guys, just, if you have something, if you have a craft, if there's something that you're like good at, something that you went to school for, something that you like live and breathe, don't let these people try to make you feel like you're like out of the box for asking for what you're asking for. Real talk. They'll either buy the shirt or they won't. They'll either buy the shirt or they won't. Real talk. Real talk. So while we're on, um, while we're on that that track again, I, mm-hmm. I invited you here because I know that um, I guess maybe what was it during the pandemic? Well, well, anyways, you mm-hmm. la- you launched your own business, so I want you to just introduce your business, tell us exactly what your business is, and we'll go from there. Sure. Um, it, I felt, yeah, I think you're right. I feel like it was like right when it, everything was like starting to happen. But um, yeah, so um, I am the only 
the fucking mixologist and the owner of KOD, um, which is stands for Chris on deck. That's actually later on, you guys will start to see like when I get super like um, together, like Autumn with like her dot com and stuff. Like you guys are actually going to see this is just kind of my brand because I'm on deck for everything, right? But for in this right. case, I'm on deck for your drinks. Um, I am a certified and licensed uh, bartender slash mixologist in the state of Nevada and in like almost other every other state um, in the continental U.S. Um, I went to school. That was awesome. Um, and then, like I said, right when everything, I got out of school in 2019. Um, so I was kind of like formulating things, figuring out how I was, how I was going to present it to people. And I got an opportunity to do that right before everything happened. So mm -hmm. um, what I normally do is I offer my in-person uh, services for parties at like two hour blocks at a time. Um, I also do the option for people to purchase large bulk orders of like, or not even large bulk orders. I will sell, I will sell you two pouches if you want two pouches. Right. I, do pouches, I do freeze, I do freezes. Um, and I also, since the pandemic, I have opened up the opportunity for like virtual things. Um, so I offer the option if you need me to curate a drink for you, if you're having like a party and get together and you want to have something a signature drink that night, I can be available to provide you with all that stuff, give you the ingredients list, make it real cute. Um, also do virtual parties. If you and your friends are not in the same place and y'all still kind of want that same vibe, I do that. Um, I offer free consultations and yeah, that's it. Um, just, yeah, it's, it's something I found out that this is a way for me to like utilize my personality in the, like the absolute best way possible. I always feel mm -hmm. like in every, every situation I've, been in as far as like work wise and it's always customer service um based so like i that that shit means a lot to me um mm -hmm. and so you know and that's another reason why i'm not going to bend on my price because i know what i'm offering as far as like the customer service level as well um but i've always been dealing with customer customer service but i feel like i've never been really able to highlight me and so mm -hmm. that's what this is. That's what Chris on deck is like highlighting me, bartending, podcasting, whatever else the fuck I wanted. I decided to do, but that's, this is the start. This is my baby. Yes. And I, I'm just like, so freaking proud of you. So I just want to know what led you to want to start a bartending business. I think, I, I think when people think, about bartending they don't think about it as like a career they think about it as mm. you know something that people are doing to get by or whatever you mm. know their their friends at at the damn sports bar you know what i'm saying like they think mm -hmm. of stuff like that and not necessarily as um an actual business that you you know what i'm saying that you curate yourself and and all of that how did you get here like how how did you get to to decide that this is what you wanted to do Okay, so and for people who don't know, I am in Vegas. And while it would seem that it's super easy um, for you to just kind of land into a bartending job out here, you it actually is a lot harder. It's, it's about people you know. It's about union unions out here and stuff like that. And then also being a female and being of color doesn't, that doesn't like super put me on the top of the totem pole when they're looking at stuff. Um, this is a town. This is a town where I can go in with certifications and then a person that's been a, a hostess at a restaurant will probably get that position. 
Um, over somebody and who's never who's never worked behind a bar or anything like that so this is a weird town um and i feel like in the quest to find a home for myself um after graduation um this is kind of where i ended up so i do some bartending at arenas and like i do um convention work and stuff like that too but i I don't i don't have a home i don't have a bartending home and so I figured I'm going to kind of stop scratching and begging people for one. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to make my own. Like, yeah. why not? Um, so I still, you know, outside of this, I still, I'm still able to practice and hone my craft at other places. Um, a, a, a lot more um, toned down, I would say. Convention work and when you're doing arena work and stuff like that, you're not really um, showcasing the skills that you have. Like the abilities to like make things taste good together. Like, um, you're not really showcasing that because you're making basic margaritas with a mix. Mm-hmm. You're making vodka and sodas. You're making vodka and cranberries, gin and tonics, whiskey and waters. Like you're making like really basic stuff. And so even that, um, it was another reason why I was like, I I feel I'm feeling stifled. You know, like mm-hmm. I learned I learned all this stuff and I know how to make these basic drinks, but like those basic drinks don't represent me. You know, like. I right, wouldn't right. go to a bar and order that. Like, so I, I really just kind of started like, I, where can I, I don't know where else to go besides me to make a drink that I would want at the bar. Um, also, um, I've always kind of been like this super like, like playing. So I'm always, always like nights. I like little like get togethers at my house and stuff like that. So at that point, I'm also like, and this is well before I went to school, I'm making a menu, like trying to figure out what I'm feeding y'all. And then I always had a drink or something like a punch or something. And so mm-hmm. like, I like, and again, this is like years before all of this, people are like, yo, like, how did you make this taste like this? This is so good. I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't, it just, it felt right to me. And I put it in a cup, like, and just, <laughs> I think, I think that, I think that those like words, like hearing people just be at my house on a Wednesday and be like, yo, this shit is amazing. Like, I was like, damn, well, how can I like expand on this? Like the party planning thing, eh, like not really my thing, but like, I feel I kind of found a niche in that, like where mm-hmm. I thought I feel comfortable and it's something that I really love. That's amazing. So I want to go back real quick to like mm-hmm. getting drinks from a bar. So let me, let me tell mm-hmm. you something. I, so just a disclaimer, like over the last, you know, couple of years since we've been, going through this bush, I, I probably drink a little bit more. I actually, I know I drink a little bit more than I have. I was, I'm typically a very social mm-hmm. drinker, so which means I'm going to go to a bar and I'm going to have a drink. What I've noticed mm-hmm. about myself and bar drinks, like you said, they are very basic and the more colorful... I, I'm, I believe it. The more colorful the drink, you know, if you want to add stuff to it or whatever, it, it all adds up instead of them ha- already having like, you know, some signature drinks or, you know, something that's going to going to suit my taste. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like um, I don't like the the cranberry or the pineapple juice that okay. that is used in a bar. It, it's just t- it just doesn't taste you know what I'm saying? It tastes, it tastes like, like watered down. It tastes hmm? like a carton. It tastes like a carton. Yeah, it just it tastes like it's just it's just it's just not good. So 
I have a very like I'm very picky when it comes mm-hmm. to like drinks and liquor. And you know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this already. You have such, and I'm speaking from experience, y'all, because I've tweeted this shit out. I've I've said it. I've told Chris so many times. It is utterly amazing. I can never go to a bar and get the drinks that Chris has put together for us. Like, I, I really do. I, I know that you said you don't really know. Like, you just put some shit in a cup and, and it just, and it worked out. But do you think that that is a is a gift? I, I think it is. I think it's like, how do you fucking do that shit? Because I sure couldn't. It's it's something that I was able to expand upon in training um, because we learn a lot about like flavors and notes and stuff like that. Like not to the point where like what do they call it the the sommeliers or sommelier, whatever the wine people where they be like really mm-hmm. knowing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like well well below that level of like understanding flavors and tones and things, but um, just really knowing about alcohol, like knowing like what the 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 process of making it is like why whiskeys taste good you know a certain way or like, i mean it's just it's the price it's all about knowing the process of how alcohol is created um and all of that stuff that it's i don't know but so before that i just i just like like you said i have a hard time going to bars and finding something i like and so i just put all the stuff i think i would like in in a glass but i definitely got to um hone that craft a little bit more just going to school and just getting a better understanding of of alcohols so did you think so was bartending school what you thought it would be i don't really know what i thought it would be um but uh it was damn was it i don't know i don't really know what i thought it was gonna be Uh, but basically bartending school um we are at a bar like and it's not like a active bar but a a bar right Mm -hmm. um and it's set up exactly like almost 95 percent of any bars that you're ever going to work in are set up um so that you get a feel of like where everything is things like that um it was fast i think i i I didn't when they when you first get there like my coach that's what we we didn't call the teacher but our coach um he would he handed handed us a little a book and I still have it. Like, honestly, sometimes if I can't sleep, I'll just open up the book and I'll just read. Um, but he hands us a book and he tells us we're going to learn like over 200 drinks. And we're talking about in the course of like under two months. And I'm like, how the, fuck, how the fuck am I going to learn how to make them and not only make them, but have them memorized so that when somebody tells me, oh, Long Island, I'm like, vodka gin, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like all the mm-hmm. clears, like, when, like I, how am I going to do that? Like, how am I going to do that? Um, and surprisingly it's a it wasn't that hard um and it sounds sounds very hard to me it's it's intimidating um it's intimidating and then at the end of the um at the end of the quarter for you to pass you have each state minimum is 12 drinks in eight minutes um and if you can't make 12 complete drinks um and have them on the the rail to, to serve then you don't pass. So you can stay another week, stay another two weeks, three weeks, until you pass it, but you have to pass it. We have a written, and then we have that actual at the bar test. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I tell you, like, I felt like I was gonna throw up, like I felt like I was gonna throw up. Um, 
It's like, wow. Because <laughs> it's because you're sitting there and there's nobody there. I mean, there's people around you. But when you're here, there's the teacher and he's there and he's closing his eyes. He's not even looking at no paper. So you don't have nothing to study from. It's just hopefully you've retained everything that's the time we've been here. Um, he's closing his eyes. He got his arms crossed and he's like, make me this, make me this, make me this. He shoots off 12 drinks. Um, and I finished it in four minutes and 20 seconds. I don't know if 420 is like, hey. know, that's like my special number, it must but, be. um, he, he, he definitely was, he definitely tried to, um, dissuade me, I think at the beginning, cause I came in like me, right? Like I came in with my, with my hair down and my nails were longer than this. And I came in and he's like, and he's walking around looking at all of us like, Okay, okay. And he's like, you're going to have to cut those. There's no way you're going to pass my test in eight minutes. And I was like, okay. And I was like, and I said, okay. And I'm like, mm, I'm going to not do that because I don't want to. Right. And I'm going to prove it wrong. And like when I tell you the look on his face after I finished, he was like, like he couldn't even believe it. He was like, how? And I'm like, I don't know. Like this is like, I don't, this, I think this is just what I'm supposed to be doing. So it was interesting. Um, school was, it was very fast, um, but just a lot of information to retain. Like, Knowing, you know, uh, like, you know, just like, like I'm saying, like the history of alcohols, knowing like the weights of alcohols, like when we're like, we learned so much, like so much in such a small time. Hey, Peach. She is really seriously getting on my nerve right now. This damn cat. I, I don't, I don't understand. Like I usually close the door this time. I left it open mm -hmm. and she's getting on my nerve. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, right. so where do you see, like, in your dreams, mm -hmm. where do you see your business? Like, are you are you trying to keep it so that it's like a um um like a, a mobile bartending type of thing, or are you do you want to maybe own a bar? Like, where where do your your wildest dreams take you in mm -hmm. regards to KOD? That's interesting that you asked that because it's something that I've been trying to like reevaluate now. Um, mm -hmm. But initially, so and I, I feel like I feel still pretty strongly about this, but I kind of just would like to keep it mobile. I'd like to be able to like I'm OK being like someone's official bartender mm -hmm. um, where I can I can fly out to places like that's ideal. Ideally, I think that's my wildest dream. Is to be able to just wake up and somebody's like, hey, I'm having this thing in Hawaii, like come through. Like, cool, I'm there. Like, pack my little bar bag and I'm out. Like, I think ideally I'd like to keep it. Um, the I'd like to keep open the idea of me being able to just continue to be mobile. But then, right, then mm -hmm. I think, mm, sure, that would be cool. And I could probably still do that. But I, I think sometimes I'd like to have like a brick and mortar location. I think that could be fun. Um, yeah, it's just like I'd have to like really think because like, am I going to serve food? And then you got to think about all these other mm -hmm. things, like, mm -hmm. and then like all of the other like the uh, you know like policies and OSHA. And but I that's think why that this that's is a, probably... that's why this is about your wildest dreams, though, because honestly, yes, Chris, you're right. If 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 we're if we're keeping it one hundred, all of that stuff is you can get you can do that. Mm -hmm. That's this is my whole purpose of this show. Like, whatever it is you want to do with KOD, you can do that. If you want to have a damn bar, you can have a damn bar. Because first of all, again, and I'm not just saying this because we're friends. I'm not just saying this, you know, because we do what we do. 
I have been a part of these virtual classes. I've been a part of several of them. I have even purchased my own drinks, you know, my own drink cards for my own, you know, little situation. I finally got my hands on some peach crown. That's all I'm gonna tell y'all that's in it. <laughs> and the drink came out amazingly. Like we are always so very surprised. And I know it seems, it seems like, it seems like such a, a simple thing. You know what I mean? Like a, an alcoholic beverage, it seems like su such a simple thing, but everybody just can't think of you know a, a mixture it's like food you know what i'm saying like like pe how pe different people make macaroni and cheese like everybody's macaroni and cheese is not the same <laughs> you know what i'm saying right, so it's right right right, right. but e even though th there's a, a base on you know technically how you're how supposed to make, to make macaroni and cheese there's some people right. that just make it a lot better than other people and the drinks that we've had so far have literally I, I'm a very picky drinker. I said that before. Mm -hmm. I can't even remember which one it was, which one of the ones it was, but um, like I don't drink dark liquor, but I tried it and I couldn't even taste the shit. Therefore, I'm drunk. This is where I was supposed <laughs> to be, right? This is what this is what was supposed to happen, right? <laughs> like, I mean, I just I think that, and I, I, again, I don't think people really um I don't think people give like bartenders enough credit, mixologists enough credit because it's it's a tough situation. I know for damn sure I couldn't do it. I'm I'd be over here drinking the exact same situations <laughs> <laughs> every time. Even when I try to make something up, it you know what I'm saying? It it, it may come out right or it, or not, but you seem to really have that shit on point and I just I wanted to bring you on here. Um to tell you that you can do this shit. Like, I know that COVID is like a bitch. I know that COVID is like, has like kind of put a damper on, like you said, you started in 2019 and you were up and you were doing shit and it kind of, everything kind of slowed down because of COVID. But I believe in you and I believe that you can, wherever the fuck you want to take KOD, I believe you could take KOD there. That's why you got them letters. That's why why them letters are there. Thanks to you guys. Yep. So tell us, is there anything else you want to tell us about uh about KLD? Um, no, just if you guys are ever in Vegas and need somebody or you guys want to purchase some pouches in Vegas, let me know. I am actually trying to move not away from pouches, but also just having um, additional types of bottling because I am trying. There are people that would like to have them and they're not here. So I'm mm -hmm. just trying to right now figure out a, the best and like most efficient way to ship. So I am looking at different like packaging for like that. Um, but yeah, just hit me up on KOD Bartending. If you guys need a recipe, if you guys have a whole bunch of vodka in your house and you don't know what the fuck to do with it, like I will give, I will help you and guide you what to do with it. Um, I do the virtual classes. Like I said, if you guys are in town, let me know. Uh, if you guys are coming on vacation, let me know. Like, um, I'm here. All right. Well, that'll do it. But before we get out of here, go ahead and also tell us. Um, well, let me uh, no. Go ahead and tell us about um, your your mini podcast as well, because oh, he is okay. that so, podcast. Okay. So, KLD Bartending is that's at Facebook and IG, um, and then Shenanigans with Friends um, drops every week usually. Um, that's uh, I don't have my thing up. Hold on. I say it so often.
soft and I'm like, damn, I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. So while I'm looking at that, um, all docked up. Um, it is a bi-weekly podcast that we do where we cover um, documentaries that we've watched. We honestly, I feel like we cover them so great. You don't necessarily need to watch it, but if you want to watch it, you can. Um, that's the, that's, that's the honest and uh, truth. Because a lot of times, a lot of times, I I haven't watched a doc, and I'm, I come and watch all docked up, and I know exactly what's going on, and it's very funny. So yes, she's right with right about that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's all docked up. It's wherever you listen to dope podcasts. It's a l l d o c d u p. Um, and then shenanigans of friends again, same thing. Wherever you guys listen to um podcasts, it's a weekly podcast. Basically, like the best way I could describe it is if like you were in a coma for a week and you needed to know like what was <laughs> happening in the world. And I'm here to tell you all the best things that I thought that happened during the week that you needed to not miss. Um yes. and, and it's uh SW Friends Pod. Is it? Is that it? I, I'm. I don't know. I put it. I, it'll be in. I'm it's, so used your, to saying, your oh, stuff is always in in the, in my show notes anyway. So you you can just look at the show notes and it's all there. Sorry, it's like it froze up just a bit. So I, that's all right. So anyways, uh, podcast happy hour. Um, I, I don't yes. know exactly when you guys are gonna hear this, but uh, you know, as as at the time of this recording, the next podcast happy hour is going to be. Um, on All Tales Pod, uh, I, this might be out the same week. I'm not sure, but I, I can't even remember what day exactly. it was. Is it the 25th? Like uh, the 25th? Uh, yes. Yeah, the 25th of September. Um, and so come through. Make sure you follow All Tales Pod. Um, again, all of that information is in the show notes. Um, make sure that you have updated your bookmarks to my new website it's litlifepodcast.com it was autumn the aries if you go to autumn the aries you still get to lit life podcast but go ahead and update your bookmarks because i know you got it bookmarked and when you go there every single thing is there the podcast is there my blog is there uh my running for your life fitness challenges are there uh you can contact me to be a, a part of the show it's not guaranteed but if you want to go ahead and put a, a thing in, we can probably work <laughs> work something out. Uh, what else? Let is me there? find oh. out you over here denying people, <laughs> girl. You seen them? You seen them tweets? Some of them tweets that's of some people that girl. Anyways, um, the uh, uh, you can get to my YouTube uh, videos there. You can get to the podcast happy hour videos there everything is there so make sure you update your bookmarks and i think that's gonna do it chris i am so glad that i finally got you solo on the podcast and you definitely um you know we'll we'll definitely find some funny shit to talk about next time the next time that you come back so until y'all hear us or see us again peace